0: Hi, this is Ann Kavira with the first episode of 2024 of Speeding Past 80. Many of you know my husband Jim passed away November 25th. He had struggled for eight years with Alzheimer's. You know from the beginning I prayed that I'd have the strength to keep him here at home, and I prayed that when his passing came it would be peaceful and painless and swift. He would have hated being helpless and bedridden. Every prayer was answered. We were here at home together until November 21st when Jim entered hospice at a hospital. He passed away four days later. We had a funeral mass a few days after his passing, but it wasn't until the week of December 16th through 21st that all of our family could gather and say a final goodbye. That wonderful family gathering with a final prayer service was everything I needed. During the last few months of his life, stress for me had become chronic. In the end, I was physically exhausted and emotionally drained. After our family gathering ended, all I wanted was to rest and think about how to approach 2024. While a former pastor had once suggested that instead of making New Year's resolutions, we could choose a single word and follow that word for the year, So for 2024, I decided to choose the word possibilities. After all, couldn't I enter the new year with a mind open to new opportunities? Couldn't I try to see beyond grief and find possibilities instead of burdens or obstacles? So I told a friend about my choice and she said, You know, that's the same word you chose last year. I'd forgotten all about it. Or maybe wrapped up in Jim's illness, I'd just forgotten how to see possibilities. So anyway, I chose the word possibilities again, more determined than ever to see life through fresh eyes. Well, all of that changed because of a recent event at our son's house that upended my life. On the evening of December 18th, a beautiful, friendly, blue-eyed Siamese cat turned up on our son's family doorstep. Well, their family already has Leo. Leo is a three-legged dog that does not permit anyone other than his approved family members in their house. And with all the family in town, Leo had been taken to spend a few happy days at a local doggy spa. So, here's this cat on their doorstep and it's chilly outside. Naturally, they bring the cat inside, just for a little while. It appeared to be well cared for, but had no collar or other ID. They fed this hungry cat and enjoyed its company. The cat stayed the night. They let it out the next morning and it went on its way. Surely such a well cared for cat would find its way back home. Well, that night the cat came back. They brought it in. Granddaughter Kate has wanted a cat, but she lives in a college dorm. No cats allowed. Still, this cat was wrapping itself around her heart, but she would be at peace letting it go if they could find the owners. The family posted flyers, put photos on Facebook, even had a vet scan the cat for a chip. Nothing. Meanwhile, Kate is getting fiercely attached to this cat. The shelters are full. They have no more room for cats, and Leo is due to come back to his kingdom. Well, they tell me all of this, and I can sense where things are heading. Perhaps you can, too. Seeing which way the wind was blowing, I began saying quite forcibly, I've been taking care of everything and everyone for 57 years. I don't want this cat. I don't need a cat. I believe I may have cat allergies. My nose will run. My eyes will swell. I don't want an animal in this house. Cat fur will be everywhere. And finally, I want to be alone. It's only temporary, they say. I'm old enough to know better, but of course, in the end, I said yes, not to the cat, but to Kate. How could I deny a grandchild standing there with a heart full of love and a hopeful look on her face? They continue to assure me this is only temporary, maybe seven months at the most, only until Kate moves into her own apartment. Meanwhile, one perk is Kate will be here every day or two because she will personally take care of the cat. Well, my only other experience with Siamese cats was seeing the two devilish ones in the Disney movie Lady and the Tramp. That's not a good image. I have visions of my temporary cat yowling all night, poking at my computer while I try to write, getting tangled in my feet when I walk, or digging claws into my thighs when he jumps into my lap. Yesterday, Smokey arrived with a state-of-the-art litter box, fancy watering dish system, enough cat food for months, new toys, a scratch pad, which he ignores, and a bottle of catnip spray, which... If I spray it on my shoes, we'll guarantee his immediate devotion. It's been 24 hours now. So far, this cat has done nothing but ignore me. Of all the nerve, he's chosen a spot on a very old sofa, and he prefers a sofa arm to his store-bought scratching pad. I think this may actually work out well. I've been looking for a really good reason to get rid of that sofa. As soon as my temporary cat leaves, I'll go sofa shopping. When I chose the word possibilities as my word for this year, the last thing I imagined was a possibility arriving as something I thought I didn't want. I imagined possibilities in long mornings at my favorite coffee shop, with no hurry to get home. I imagined going to festivals and spending hours browsing in stores. At long last, I'd have time to turn the spare bedroom into a real writing office. Now, here I am with a cat. It's enough to make me wonder, what are we supposed to do with all the things we think we don't want that just show up on our doorstep? Smokey, that's his name, is causing me to look at the idea of possibilities in a new way. Is it possible to embrace everything that shows up in our life, whether we want it or not? And just trust love to sort it all out. Here's to a new year and to finding joy and possibility in whatever lands on your doorstep. This is Ann Cavero with Speeding Past 80. Thanks for listening.